comes here, you gotta have faith. What is faith? In Hebrews 11, chapter 1, verse, the Apostle Paul writes, Faith is the substance of things hoped for, and evidence of things not seen. One playwright writes, it's believing you see white, and your eyes tell you black. It's a belief where no one else believes. Dr. King says, if you don't believe in something, you'll fall for anything. This is a podcast about faith. This is a Christian podcast where we share our faith and belief in God, and also in mankind. The goodness and kindness in mankind. In today's world, we see lots of ugliness based on racism, misogyny, and age-old grudges. But there's goodness in all of us. There's goodness in this world. But it begins with our belief. you got to have faith. All right. Uh, today is the 8th. Yes, the 8th of September. We have a gang here. Okay. <laughs> Deb and Craig. I just have to say that that opening music uh-huh. makes me so happy every time. <laughs> so glad. Can you remind our listeners who it is? This is the James, Reverend, Reverend James Cleveland. Uh, he, yeah. had a, he had a congregation in Los Angeles, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I just yeah. Love, congregation. I just love that song. You can find some really cool stuff on YouTube with James Cleveland <laughs> okay. and his choirs. They are yeah, pretty amazing, yeah. Yeah, amazing group. Okay. That was back in the fifties. Oh, was it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah and on and on and on. Yeah, yeah, through several decades. Sorry yeah. to divert from the topic. I just wanted to no, no, say no, 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 thank you for it. It's funny how something sixty or seventy years ago is still so fresh. Yeah. And you can hear, you know. I know. It just feels good. Yeah. I, I, I think I think I told you, Rich, I wanted to use this uh, that one as our uh, yeah as a thing so because it made you seem like old time Bible hour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I love that. CBS. It's, it's yeah. Power of power. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. God's power. Oh my gosh. Too funny. Well, Reg has got some good God's power for us today. Yeah, uh, yeah. well, we're going to touch on Titus, the second chapter, verses 7 and 8. 7 and 8. I think we'll go to 7 through 9. Okay. Uh, let's, um, let's, let's have prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for waking us up this wonderful Saturday morning. I want to thank you for blessing me, especially this week. I, had, uh, I went to a dental appointment, Heavenly Father, and you gave me some wonderful, wonderful news. And I just want to thank you for that. I thank you for the friendships that I have, the people who are in my corner. And um, I thank you for instilling us uh, just the energy to uh, to talk about your word. I'm not going to say preach your word because we're not ministers, but where we can spread your word and your goodness and your gospel to everyone who listens. And we pray that everyone who listens to us and everything that we say and that we do is blessed by the love of you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Good news. Good news. Absolutely. Yeah. Right on. Right on. So um, I wanted to talk on Titus, and uh, let me open up my, I would say Bible, it's on my iPad. For those who um, who are digitally inclined, uh, there's a wonderful app. It's uh, by YouVersion, the Bible, and uh, you can download all sorts of versions of the Bible. So in any case. But does your digital version have the multiple versions in it? It does. Yeah. Cool. So it's Did NIV. switch back and forth? Yeah, exactly. So NIV, Goodness awesome. Bible, King James Version, American Standard Bible. Uh, there are 58 English versions. <laughs> and we're going to have to look at that sometime. 58. Okay. Count yeah. down. <laughs> yeah. And I do wonder why there's so many versions. If someone's we're like, gonna, oh, no. We'll yeah. talk about that. Okay. Yeah, there's yeah. been a lot of preaching on this <laughs> one, huh? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So, I want to talk about Titus' second chapter, 
I want to begin on verse 7, then I'm going to go through 9. Uh, actually, uh, 7 and 8. And then here's what it says. In everything, set them an example by doing what is good. In your teachings, show integrity, seriousness, and soundness of speech that cannot be condemned, so that those who oppose you may be ashamed, because they have nothing bad to say about us. And there you go. Yes. Short, short and sweet. Well, let's talk a little bit about what this book is really mm-hmm. first before we dive into Absolutely. It sounds like you've done some so, research. Yeah. Well, I mean, and you did too. Yeah. So, you know, Titus, as you said, was um, an, an acolyte of Paul. Mm-hmm. And we were talking earlier about how he is basically Paul's troubleshooter. Yep. He's like, things are not going well over there. Let, why don't you go? So he wasn't, just, a, he wasn't just an envoy. He wasn't just an envoy, okay. but also, so this book is basically instructions to Titus on how he should deal with the Cretans. Mm-hmm. So the, the Cretans um, at that time were generally thought to be liars, evil, brutish, lazy, gluttonous, and that's why we say the word Cretans. Mm-hmm. You're a Cretan. That has a very negative ending. Very stereotypical kind of. Yeah. Kind of. So, wow. <laughs> so I thought it was just a, a Ramones kind of lyric. No, no. no. <laughs> so, so Paul's. So this book is Paul's instructions to say, here's how you. Here are some um, ways that you can work with these individual groups because mm-hmm. he breaks it out in this in this. That's exactly chapter right. Of like, yeah. Old women, talk to them about these things. Mm-hmm. Men, talk to them about this. <laughs> Young men, talk to them about this. So he was the, and, and, and you were saying, Reg, earlier at breakfast that Titus uh, was Greek, spoke Greek, uh-huh. and was a philosopher. So he, he, was a, he was a Greek and an intellectual, and that was kind of like a twofer. We yes. had to go down there and, uh, yep. and, uh, and work this. Yeah, so Wikipedia says uh, Titus was a Greek apparently from Antioch who was said to have studied Greek philosophy and poetry in the early years. Yeah. And uh, then he hooked up with uh, Paul and was converted, was converted to Christianity, and he, he brought that intellect. He was probably very an eloquent speaker. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. believe so. And he was a translator for Paul. Okay. And uh, so he did go to Crete, and you talked about that. Prior to that, he went to Corinth and dealt with Corinthians because the Corinthians, and we've talked a little bit about Corinthians earlier in our podcast a couple, a couple of months ago. <laughs> Where there are uh, there are uh, Christians who were Jews, and then there are Christians who were um, Gentiles, mm-hmm. and there were dis- divisions as to how to how uh, to be the right kind of Christian, right? Exactly, <laughs> and, and, and they are about all sorts of stuff like circumcision, you know, like you know, for those who are circumcised, those who are uncircumcised, and Paul had a lot of problems. I think he sent Timothy over to uh, Corinth to deal with it, and that didn't really work. And it really worked up Paul, and then he sent Titus, and Titus sort of mended things over, and Paul was very, very grateful to Titus. Titus was really the uh, the fixer, mm-hmm. the fixer-upper. And so, as you said, he uh, sent Titus to Crete, and there are these instructions as to how um, these leaders should act. Yes, mm-hmm. how, how, to, how to be a good person. Exactly. Not just a good Christian, but a good person. Exactly, exactly. And a lot of that um, integrity was the thing. You know, we talked about the Lecto Divina, and I think um, integrity is the word that, that sprung up to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, was there anything that popped up 
Well, I'm, can I read the King James? Yeah. Yeah. Your Bible is right there. Oh, I, 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 left. <laughs> I left my free Bible here. Yeah. It was it, it was like it was destiny. Yeah. <laughs> it was left for me, and now I left for it, but I'll pick it up again. Yeah, what is the King James? But I got the King James version. And you can get this. You can download this. I got it on my phone. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It even has quizzes. Like oh, I, really? Yeah, like, like I could really enjoy those, right? <laughs> um, so, in all things, shooing thyself a pattern of good works, in doctrine shewing uncorruptness, gravity, sincerity, sound speech that cannot be condemned, that he that is of the contrary part may be ashamed having no evil thing to say to you. Now, shewing is like an old-fashioned term, showing, exhibiting. Mm-hmm. I think there's even like a mathematical oh, really? definition. <laughs> anyway, it's like... Yeah. So, um, shoeing. Shoeing. Well, shoeing stood, stood out with me, but, you know, not for any kind of Lectio Divina kind of purpose, just because it seemed like an oddball word. Mm-hmm. But what I liked is uh, the gravity and, you know, mm-hmm. show, and maybe just replace shoeing with showing. Showing uncorruptness, gravity, sincerity. Yeah. Um, which I, I don't know, gravity is is one of the words that just sticks with me because it has so many kind of like yeah. feelings and colors yeah. you know, in, in my mind. Yeah, gra- gra- I guess gravity equals weight. You or know. seriousness. Or, yeah. or to me, it seems like more of a force. Yeah. You know, rather than just a, a posture and showing something, showing gravity, showing sincerity. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, that almost seems like exhibiting... But gravity, the word gravity means like, no, that's a force that's bigger than you. That means, you know, that that means something, you know, um, beyond just exhibiting or feeling or believing. It means actually, Mm -hmm. you know, know, being taken with that quality. Yeah. And I think it ties into what we talked about last week about, you know, you talked about it and I think it was James. Being careful with your words sometimes. Yeah, yeah he said, being uh, quiet. Yeah, keep your mouth shut and listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, he said, religious people, I think we refer back to, uh, just kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, not, not verbatim, but uh, he, he said, uh, you know, uh, religious people who can't keep their mouths, you know, mm-hmm. bridled, yes, you know, aren't really who they say they are. Exactly. You know? this, this can be a bookend to that where. Titus, I mean, Paul is instructing uh, Titus uh, to instruct these individuals to to have integrity and the gravity, the, the weight of your words and what you say uh, carries a lot, um, carries, goes in a far way. Deb, what do you... What do you oh, what no, do you, integrity definitely mm-hmm. stood out to me as well. It's a word that I have thought about a lot, mm-hmm. not, not just when you brought this passage up, but in the past. Yeah. Um, because... And I, and I tell this to my niece a lot. It's like, you're the only one who's responsible for your own integrity. Yep. If yep. you choose to compromise it, that's your decision. No mm-hmm. one can compromise it for you. Yeah. And, you know, the thing that it brought, so there were a couple of things that happened this week. Uh, earlier this week, um, as a matter of fact, I think uh, on maybe on the Saturday that we had our podcast, I think John McCain passed away. Mm-hmm. And also uh, Aretha Franklin. I think Aretha Franklin passed uh, the Friday prior to that. Mm-hmm. And um, I think this week we saw examples of leaders who showed integrity and leaders who didn't show integrity. Um, 
I was I was very shocked at the um, the Aretha Franklin funeral. There was a minister who um, I guess Ariana Grande had sang at the funeral. There were a lot of folks who sang at the funeral. Ariana Grande sang, and there was one minister who sort of grabbed her and sort of inappropriately touched her, and she had an immediate reaction to On it. On purpose or accidentally? Well, I didn't see the footage. Yeah, I didn't. I saw some pictures, and uh, you know he. He, he did apologize, but um, it, it seemed from the footage that he did, there was a reaction, and he didn't react to the reaction. Oh, he didn't. Yeah. And also, there was another minister who had a very interesting speech during um, uh, Aretha Franklin's funeral where he talked about black women not being able to re- raise black boys. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just seemed very strange, like, well, why would you even bring something like that up? Yeah. And it was very offensive to the families of Aretha Franklin, who <laughs> was never married and raised boys. Right. Um, so you have that. Um, and I've, I've been thinking about the, you know, we want to relate to sure. parents and the Kavanaugh. I don't know if you've been listening to her. Oh, hearings. that's right, the Kavanaugh here. I've been yeah. listening to them pretty, uh, listen to quite a few, mm-hmm. quite a few uh, portions of it. And, uh, you know, it's just more of a... More of the more, more not more of an action or mm-hmm. statement by him, but uh, an omission, a sin of omission, <laughs> and which kind of spoke to this person's integrity yeah. to me. Um, you know, it's just mm-hmm. yeah, he's getting a lot of funding uh, for support from uh, various groups. Sure, uh, he's not answering the, questions. The, the, yeah. NR, <laughs> the, the NRA being a, a big contributor oh, yeah. to uh, yeah. to his promoting. Uh, promoting him, mm-hmm. you know, in, in the eyes of the public and also, you know, cushioning a lot of senators who are going to be voting for mm-hmm. him. Yeah. And uh, at one point, one of the Parkland uh, um, uh, fathers, uh, fathers of one of the victims mm-hmm. of Parkland, yeah. suburb, you know, not a survivor, no, I'm sorry, victim, yeah, yeah victim of uh, the shooting. Tried to get up uh, prior to anything happening, and, and wanted and wanted to address him personally, and and, uh, and uh, extended his hand to Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh uh, shunned him. Wow! Yeah, just shunned him. Wow. Just ignored him. Wow! In front of and this is like in front of the entire mm-hmm. judiciary, uh, yeah. you know, uh, hearing, and it was caught from several angles, and it yeah. was just like the faces of these two guys. Here's this. Person saying like, "Show me, mm-hmm. show me integrity right now." Yeah, and extending his hand. It was a, it's an amazing picture. You see it, and yeah. you see uh, you see this uh, this uh, justice apparent mm-hmm. just turning. Yeah, turning away. And then, of course, several questions involving abortions. Several questions involving you know. Yeah. Um, uh, women's rights for their bodies, several questions involving uh, yeah. and, and involving gun control, yeah. involving health care, involving uh, organized uh, labor. Yeah. Uh, completely tabled. Yeah. Completely, you know. Yeah. You know, just, just uh, not addressed. So it's more of a, yeah. integrity is not just what you do, but, you know, that's, that's, that, that makes you uh, a seem, yeah. you know, like an upsetting person. Yeah, I mean, here Titus in these in these very brief words is saying like, show all these things, exhibit all these things. Well, this guy exhibits a lot of integrity. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, the ABA said like, you know, he's he's fine, he's good. They 
There was all this talk about him being a loving family man, mm-hmm. no stains, no scandals. Uh, he, if you align with his moral code, then you think he's a very fine, upstanding. I mean, you could really, you could really say, yeah, this guy has like hell integrity. Yeah. yeah. Well, good. Uh, well, I was going to ask you, Reg. Yes. You sent us a definition of integrity. I did, and I have it right here. Yeah. Integrity is the quality of being honest and having strong moral principles or moral uprightness. Well, you know, everything, everything, all the, all the boxes checked. Mm-hmm. However, <laughs> however, yeah. You know, what, what were you going to say? Well, no, I was going to piggyback on you. I feel so bad for the women who are very worried about, you know, the collapse of Roe v. Wade because Kavanaugh, yes, I mean, I rolled my eyes because I was like, okay, here we go. This is tap dance again. You know, we have a Republican Congress, we have a Republican president, and we have a Republican Supreme Court justice, and, you know, what what can the Democrats do? No, just, no, no it's, it's very just, worrisome that somebody who confuses abortion and birth control <clears throat> yeah. can make decisions about my body. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's really, really horrible. But what, you know, the bigger picture as far as, you know, when, and we were talking about this, Craig, during uh, breakfast time, it's amazing how so many individuals are in power by not having a great deal of integrity. It's as if, uh, and I'm not just talking about Trump, but I mean, we even see it in our daily lives. Let's say our bosses or um, people in local government uh, who achieve power by having a template of integrity, but it's, it's you know, it's, it's, it's not true or it's they're popular or it's insubstantial. Yeah. Yeah. And when I look at the definition here and also what uh, Paul is telling Titus mm-hmm. is that it has to come from within, mm-hmm. just like what you were telling your niece, you conduct your own integrity. You know how honest you are. You can fool a, bu- a, you know, a bunch of individuals. Mm-hmm. You can pretend. You can, you know, like I was telling my uh, my brother, he was going out in a job interview and he talked about feeling intimidated by, um, you know, a white guy in a three-piece suit because, you know, apparently he put, he said, well, you know, this man is so much more prestige than I do. And I'm like, no, he's he's just as much a child of he's God just as wearing you are. A shoe. He's just wearing a suit. He's just wearing a suit. Yeah. And uh, it was an important lesson. You don't you don't just give someone, you know, the, the authority and the power just because they look or they appear that way. Mm-hmm. You have every right to question that individual mm-hmm. or look, up, you know, look upon that individual with respect, but make sure they give you respect as well. Yeah. So and, and, it's, and, and too often we just feel like we're just sucked into, uh, you know, being the lesser person. Mm hmm. You know, I think I think it was uh, this week in Bible study, not not to, to deviate too much, okay. but just uh, yeah. you know, we were reading somewhere in James, and he was talking about you know, hey, you know, when, when the time comes, you know, Christ is going to take away all the riches from mm-hmm. from the uh, from the wealthy, and not going to give them anything, and mm-hmm. bestow it upon the meek mm-hmm. and the humble, so as to create an evenness. And everybody kind of seems to think, uh, or I I did. And, uh, you know, I, I initially uh, was thinking, like, well, you know, that you know, sucks for the rich, right? Mm-hmm. You know, whatever. You know, mm-hmm. you know kind of like, sucks for you, dude. But, uh, you know, and somebody brought up, and I thought it was really interesting. It was like, well, what if the rich are really want to give up their stuff? Really don't mind passing it by. I was like, gee, I never really thought of the rich that yeah. way. <laughs> you know, I think it's the, uh, yeah. Especially, yeah. When you, especially yeah. when you look upon them with some kind of like, yeah, bastard. You always well, got that. Yeah, I think about Bill and Melinda Gates. There's a, uh, there's a, I think it's Warren Buffett 
inclusive and helping out basketball players handle their finances. I think he's been helping out LeBron James. LeBron James, who, you know, quit the Cavaliers, but he's still helping the children in Cleveland mm-hmm. by building schools and all that sort of stuff. So and those the Gates-funded arts here in Oakland. Yeah. Yeah, so Bill and Melinda Gates. I mean, I'm a Mac man myself, and but <laughs> but uh, it's wonderful what the Gates are doing. Uh, and also, um, Barack Obama gave a speech, the former president, not necessarily attacking Trump. I mean, he did throw some shots in, but he really talked about the responsibility we have as voters. Mm-hmm. If you don't like what's happening, you can, you know, squawk about it. And, you know, yeah, you can kick it to the rich, but until you elevate exactly. the humble... Until you, you know, until you make that yeah. priority, yeah, you're not, all you're doing is just get moaning. Get off the and bench. Are there other definitions of integrity? I don't have my phone with me. There should be. Uh, no, I'm, I'm just wondering. No, and I have not yet watched Barack Obama's speech. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's about an hour and a half long. Um, but <laughs> I, and I want to. Yeah. Because, one, he mm-hmm. is always eloquent. Yes. And, two, I, I would like to be inspired to go to the voting. I mean, I, I already know mm-hmm. I will. But I would like to see how he ins- is inspiring others to, to yeah. take their responsibility yeah. in hand yeah. and go to the polls. So Merriam-Webster, I just pulled this up online, yeah. definition of integrity, and there's several. One, firm adherence to a code of special moral or artistic values. Two, an imp- unimpaired condition. Three, the quality or state of being complete or undivided. Uh, and it gives some examples of integrity in a sentence, and uh, it's just... Um, because I was thinking, mm-hmm. like, I, the first definition, mm-hmm. and, and there as well, talked about a moral code. Yeah. Yeah, but w- I was also thinking artistic integrity, professional integrity. Mm-hmm. You know, there are all those nuances of mm-hmm. that, and and there are so many ways that other people can take advantage of you in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever I'm, you know, coaching, career coaching someone or, you know, it's like, don't take a salary less than what you can now. Exactly. You know, just basic. Yeah. Integrity in theater, you know, <laughs> don't accept a role, especially for women, you know, accept a role that demeans you. Yeah. Um, you know, don't accept a, um, you know, uh, just have some, and, and also as far as value, I mean, as far as your own value, you know, if you're, you're worth a, a bit of money, you know, don't accept anything for, for free or anything like that. Right. You know, um, and I was thinking about that moral code and like, Mm -hmm. I think every, you know, you have, everyone has a basic core understanding of what is right and wrong. Yeah. And if you don't have a basic core understanding of what is right and wrong, Mm -hmm. then the Bible is a good resource for you to learn. Or or Miriam Webster. (laughs) (laughs) Or Miriam Webster or the Quran or the Torah. It kind of astounds me. And I I think it comes from, I don't know what I was listening to on the radio earlier this week. I think they were talking about like, uh, this one, I, I forget, but they were talking about truth and lies and saying, like, you know, there's really just one kind of main definition for truth, whereas there's, like, multiple definitions for lies. And it seems to hold true for mm-hmm. that, you know, the word that you fo- focus on mm-hmm. uh, throughout this scripture is the integrity. It's, we all can, like you were saying, Deb, just now, we all understand within ourselves integrity, what it means. Its definition, you know, and it has this kind of like basically straight ahead. Mm-hmm. But if you think of the antithesis, and how many words are there for not being, yeah. not, having, not possessing integrity? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, yeah. this goes on and on and on. It's like, you know, a lot of times we get so bogged down mm-hmm. in the antithesis of something. Yeah, 
What are some other examples of people with good integrity that you came across this week? I'm just curious. Like, not just mm-hmm. in the news, necessarily, yeah. but in your well, day-to-day well, life. When, I, we, when I think about, like, I have, I have a boss, and I'm not going to mention his name, but uh, he, he is a one, someone who has, you know, fantastic integrity. He treats all of us equally. Mm-hmm. And it's something that we, uh, that, that's mentioned in here. Like, uh, verse 8 says, soundness of speech that cannot be condemned. And it, is, it strikes me that Paul is taught, instructing Titus, listen, you're going to be debated against. You're going to be challenged. Make sure your words can't be condemned. Make sure that you are a person of integrity. When I think about my boss, for example, he's an individual. He doesn't just give us instructions, but we know how intelligent he is. We know that he isn't just a, um, a managing attorney. He's actually been in the courts. He's actually been in the trenches, and he doesn't, you know, he doesn't play any games. You know, we, we respect him as an individual, as a person, and when he ele- elevated to become our boss, all of us nod our head and says, yeah, that's the person that I want to work with. That's the leader that I want, because it isn't just what he says and the fact that, well, I'm being paid, and that's, you know, I've got to follow him, but we felt that he's earned it, that, that he really, really earned it. Um, it sounds like it's not just what he says, but what he does. Exactly. His action follows his, his words. Yeah. And when I talk about certain individuals who are in power, and we question their, you know, how did you get there? You know, what did you do? You know, do you have some back room deal or something like that? Or are you just popular? That sort of stuff. I mean, there are actors who I have, you know, who has great integrity. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, when they imbibe, when, when they imbue a role, it, it sort of consumes them. I think about Meryl Streep, or I think about uh, Daniel Day-Lewis, who unfortunately isn't acting anymore. When he's Lincoln, I really believe he's Lincoln. <laughs> or when he's, uh, what is it, um, Bill Cutting, or uh, I forget. It's um, pretty much any role he does. Pretty much any, any role he does. <laughs> you know, he's not like, I, I hate, I don't want to jump on Kim Kardashian or someone like that, but, you know, someone who's just popular, and they just get the clicks, and it's, it's all based on superficiality, and and, uh, you know, what controversy they can, you know, get, you know, it's easy to have someone turn their heads and like, oh, you know, something's happening. But well, that's, that's nice. you got, like, your your boss, like, in your life. Mm-hmm. Someone you can kind of, like, on a daily basis go, like, you know, that's, yeah, that's an example. I mean, I play That's chess. an example that, that, yeah. that, makes, that makes my life and mm-hmm. a lot of other people's lives better. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I play chess with them. You know, that's yeah, how down to earth yeah. he is. Right on. And so when you have individuals who... Um, you just know who they are. You, you know their personality. You know their foundation. Yeah, I think this week, uh, this week, I did no, nothing personal. Yeah. Too, too bad. Too bad all the people out there who mm-hmm. thought I dealt them with integrity. But, <laughs> but uh, the Woodward book came out, and uh, oh, yeah, yeah, it had a fear. I'm, I'm going to grab it as soon mm-hmm. as I can because I, I read, I read all his, all his stuff, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, I've always been like, you know. Mm-hmm. Ever since all the presidents have been, uh, yeah, I grew, I, I, oh, my yeah. dad was very political, and so we had every book about Kennedy, every book about the Nixon yeah. stuff, yeah. everything. You know, he yeah. was just like my dad was obsessed with that stuff. So I grew up with it, and I grew up with Woodward. And his book on on Trump came out, uh, not mm-hmm. a very flattering one. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and of course the immediate reaction from uh, the Oval Office and the, mm-hmm. uh, the West Wing was just like, oh, oh, this this. Reporter of little integrity, and just and everybody oh, was like, "Whoa, whoa, 
there's not a damn thing you can say that 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 you know, about Woodward that that is that he always mm-hmm. when he speaks truth to power yeah. is very 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 sure. Yeah. There is no there. Talking about somebody you know whose integrity is impeccable, mm-hmm. it would t- it would take it would take a big blow mm-hmm. to kind of like you know yeah. make anyone believe that that, that Bob Woodward you know can't can't tell the truth exactly. You know, it was just like it's know. funny that you mentioned the antithesis of, of integrity. Mm-hmm. Um, verse six says similarly encouraged the young men to be self-controlled, and when we think about individuals who pop off at the mouth and say things that they don't mean. This is echoing James, what we talked about last week, where you don't be quiet and listen Mm -hmm. and absorb, you know, uh, the word. Um, You do have individuals who just, who have no control. When I think about people who do not have integrity, I think about people who don't have control. Impulsiveness. Impulsiveness. And impulsiveness is... A bad habit that a lot of people have, especially in the age of Twitter and, and the internet, well, I think social what, media. What I liked about last week with James to reiterate just a little bit of the sure. backtrack is, is that there was a, it was like, yeah, you want to go out there and preach, and Titus, you know, is trying to, when he's trying mm-hmm. to bring together this new congregation, this mm-hmm. new community, you know, he's like, yeah, he wants them to go out and preach, but in James last week, there's a process. You can't just speak mm-hmm. right without first, you know, hearing. You can't. Look at the world while you're looking at yourself. Yes, you know. I mean, you know, just there was this process of gaining, mm-hmm. you know, um, a certain pathway towards divinity. Mm-hmm. Never going to be divine. Yeah, but you are going to, in order to the how, mm-hmm. how you get there is yeah. not just by saying, "Hey, I'm religious. Listen to me. I'm over here. I'm preaching." Mm-hmm. You know, that's not that's <clears throat> that's where you end up. That's not where you begin. Yeah. You begin by listening. You begin by shutting up. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and, mm-hmm. and actually, when I when hearing. I when I think about Jesus Christ, when he approaches each of the disciples, number one, he shows, listen, I am God, and I'm going to, and, he, and we see the miracles, and then he starts instructing them. He doesn't tell them to, hey, go out and preach. He says, listen, I'm going to, let me instruct you first. And then he gives them the instructions, usually through parables. And while this time is going on, he deals with the Pharisees and he deals with other individuals and he teaches other individuals who are not disciples. Mm-hmm. And then the third stage, when he leaves, when he is crucified and he comes back, he says, okay, listen, I've given you the training, now go out yeah. and spread the word. Yeah, it's, all, it, it's very immediate. And that's, what mm-hmm. I, that's what I like about Christianity and the New Testament. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's very exciting is that everything is happening in a very immediate kind of visceral kind of way. Yeah. I mean, not, nothing against the Old Testament and all that mm-hmm. stuff, but just like, you know, sitting in Egypt, waiting around for Moses and God to get their crap together. It just goes wrong. It seems like, you know, there's, there's something kind of slow and steady about this, and, and, I, and I like it. Yeah. It's comforting, but yeah. man, I, I like the dynamicism yeah. of, 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 of the Christ story. Yeah. The Christ story just like puts yeah. you right in. But I think it's know? very clear that yeah. Jesus is like, listen, I can't send you guys out yet until you absorb mm-hmm. the word, until you know what you are preaching about. Oh, yeah. And I think Paul is sending that same message. You know, he... To Titus? Yeah, to Titus. Mm-hmm. To be self-controlled. And he talks about teaching, uh, in your teaching, show integrity, seriousness. Be serious. And soundness of speech. You know, uh, your argument, whatever your argument is going to be when you deal with folks in Crete, make sure you give a, have a sound argument. I mean, it's almost like, I don't know if you've ever had a debate 
uh, when you're in high school. We never did. I mean, you know, we say, I guess our theater class was our speech and, you know, whatever. But it's like, I know our, my acting teacher was like, listen, don't go on stage until you have the speech ingrained inside of you. You know, it's not like just memorization and, you know, you're just scouting off words that you've memorized. Have a knowledge. Know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. well, I was thinking of the soundness of speech, and usually when I think of that phrase, I think fact-based yes. speech. But that is very hard to do when you're talking about faith. That's very, very faith true. is more emotional. Mm-hmm. But, but in this time period, mm-hmm. you have actual miracles. Yep, to that's, right, to, that's right. Mm-hmm. You can say, you know, those people he's talking to probably know someone who knows someone who knows someone who saw... Mm-hmm. The, the, the Sermon on the Mount and right. saw the fish and the bread and, right. or saw the pigs flying off, <laughs> off the <laughs> edge of the cliff. Sure. You know, like, so he has actually concrete factual examples mm-hmm. for this group. Like, yeah. you, know, to, you know, we're doing this podcast. If, if some miracle occurred today, we would all freak out. Like, mm-hmm. we, would, we wouldn't, it would be a different kind of reaction and we wouldn't necessarily use it as a fact-based mm-hmm. argument. For faith. Yeah. <laughs> it would be like, you're crazy, Craig. Yeah. <laughs> so, what I, what I, yeah, let me see. What I, so, here's how I broke it down. Integrity, I say, to be true to yourself, to be true and honest with God, and to be true to others. I actually, the first, to be true and honest with God, I think that comes for me, as, as far as I'm concerned, reading the Bible and having uh, an understanding, as much of an understanding as I can, before I open my mouth. I've got to read. We've got to, you know, and, and that's what we do every podcast. You know, mm-hmm. we meet up a little bit earlier. We step through the Bible. We, you know, look, we do a little bit of research. And we make, we usually tie it in with what's happening in today's world because, you know, we're, we're living in today's world. But we never turn on the mic. I never hit the record button until we have some sort of an understanding of what we're talking about. And I think that's important because, you know, that's part of integrity. It's part of, I, I owe it to God. I owe it to, you know, my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, to dive into his word and to understand it. Because well, we do that before we meet for breakfast, too. Which, oh, of course, of course. And sometimes, I, sometimes I think we should record our breakfasts. You guys have out a lot of really yeah. good conversations yeah. sometimes. Yeah. So, and that's what I, you know, being true to God. I mean, I think that... We do this podcast because we want to spread the word uh, of God. And I have an assumption that the people who are listening will also spread the word. Like they'll talk about, not necessarily about what we talk about in the podcast, but we'll enrich them and they will enrich others through, you know, through well, the word. Well, you know, I think one of, the, one of the things that we were talking about, Reggie and I, uh, mm-hmm. is that, you know, we didn't really hang out until we started doing this. Yeah. Despite um, us knowing each other. Despite us knowing each other, you know, as actors for years and years and years. Yeah. And I was just like, man, I've seen you kind of like, grow and evolve and mm-hmm. just as a person, not just as a, 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 a Christian guy, mm-hmm. as, as, as a whole kind of person. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and you, you, you said the same things about me. Yeah, and, uh, and, it's, and it's that kind of barometer mm-hmm. that I like about this is because, you know, we're approaching this from a fairly naive point of view, which mm-hmm. is great, you know, very, very secular, yeah. you know, and, uh, and, uh, and not with expertise. And not with expertise. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Very true. And yet with no net. There's yeah. no net here. <laughs> we are trapeze without a net. Yeah. But at the same time, uh, you know, uh, the, 
the things we're learning, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I, I mean, especially when you when we present big old words like integrity today, I'm mm-hmm. humbled. I'm humbled by that because I see, you know, I see integrity as that one big word out there. Mm-hmm. But I'm also thinking about the thousand little, you know, things that are the opposite. Sure. That I that I possess. Mm-hmm. It's not integrity. Mm-hmm. It's not. That's not toeing the line. That's yeah. not walking the walk. That's mm-hmm. not talking the talk. And, and uh, why? Why are you thinking about those? Things? Well, because like there are so many. <laughs> you know, there's one. There's one word integrity, and there's all these other words for what it isn't. And and I think I I fall into that. You know, kind of like swimming in that sea of the things that aren't, and trying to get to that. You know, mm-hmm. life preserver up top. Yeah. That is integrity. Yeah. Reaching for the divine. And 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 mm-hmm. what I miss a lot and the reason why I read these mm-hmm. scriptures and pour over them is because it's always reminds me when I read it and then I put it down and I pick it up and I read it again mm-hmm. and I share it mm-hmm. and talk about it. It's a process. Oh, it's absolutely. a process. You you don't just go like, Okay, I need integrity. Damn, I haven't got it. Shut the book, walk away. <laughs> you know, you know. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's a yeah. process. It's a process of like going, well, there it is. I yeah. see that life preserver. There's I'm a closer per- to that life preserver. Yeah. You know. There's a protection there. to integrity and mm-hmm. you may not have, you know, total I mean everyone can't be absolutely hundred percent perfect. No, no. But it's something you can aim for. But you know, uh, you know yeah. it is it is that kind of reaching for the divine, you yeah. know, which is daunting. Yeah. It's, it's very it's, daunting. It's interesting that you're both to me, that mm-hmm. you're both saying you reach for integrity, because mm-hmm. I would, I would say, pull it out from under. Yes, <laughs> that you have it in you, yeah. and that you don't have to reach for that's, it up here. That's why you're here, Dad. That it's that is, that it's is, inside your heart. Yeah. That's why you're here, love. And that, mm-hmm. and the reason I asked you why you're why you were thinking about all those antithetical things mm-hmm. is because you have the integrity inside you, and if you just focus on that. And working from that space, you don't have to worry about that other stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, when when I think about I th- I, I, what what is the um, yeah the quality of being honest. I mean, when I think about a child, I think a child is very honest and pure. But as they go through life, they, they learn. learn all <laughs> that things. So so they so they start with empathy. Yeah. And carry, yeah. <laughs> and it all goes to pot. <laughs> As if, you know, like you have a glass of water, and all of a sudden there's little specks of dirt or whatever yeah. that comes in. Yeah. So you, uh, so I think you're absolutely right. I mean, we do have it within ourselves. We just sort of have to unlearn all the bad things. Mm-hmm. Some, you know, most of the bad things that keeps us from being the thing that God wants us to right. be. And, I, and, I, and to my point, I think sometimes unlearning the bad things just means practicing the good. Yes. Practicing your integrity. Yeah. Not... Not focusing on I have to stop doing this, mm-hmm. but just focusing on I'm doing this. Yeah, exactly. Instead. And so, being closer Perfect. to God, and you know, like, and, and you did, you know, you've gone to a divinity school. Um, I think Baylor, didn't they? Baylor, 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 in your soul. Yeah, and well, I grew up Catholic, too, so yeah, my yeah. mom has an altar in her house. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, Catholicism is quite structured. Really. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when I was, actually, when I was very little, I used to have to go to summer vacation Bible school mm-hmm. at, 
first at my dad was Church of Christ. Mm-hmm. And then so that was we different. had to go to CCD, which is the Catholic Sunday School. Mm-hmm. And I would cry because I was like getting two different, two different like, messages. <laughs> I know. I used to go to Bad- Southern Baptist Vacation Bible School and it would freak me out. <laughs> I, I, I could tell you stories. Yeah. It was pretty freaky. Yeah. I think I may have, um, I, I know I went to, I think I did go to a vacation Bible school. I think I was just too young to remember uh, all of what's going on. Did you make crosses out of burnt mass- matches? No. Uh, no, no crosses. <laughs> <laughs> We're both looking yeah. at Craig like, what? what? I thought everybody did that. <laughs> so, so part one is being true and honest to God, and that means going into the Bible and praying and, you know, just doing the things. Or that, leveraging the golden rule. Exactly, exactly. And these are things that I'm sure we've been taught as children and we sort of unlearn going at being a still and now we're sort of getting back to that that core foundation. Mm-hmm. Part two, uh, being honest with ourselves. You know, let's say, what are the things that hold us back from being, from integrity? Like I think about temptation. We talked about temptation on another podcast, uh, another face podcast. That's one thing that pulls me away from, from, from integrity. You know, the things that I know are true, that I know that I should be doing. What are, the, what, are, what are the magnets that pull me away from it that I need to, you know, to... And I think we talked about it in, in when we did James. Mm-hmm. Um, just being true to ourselves. And once we've achieved that, then we can be true to others when we actually open our mouths and we speak. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and come from a foundation where others can say, okay, I can trust what Reg Clay says or Deb or Craig because... Because he believes it. Yeah. He believes it himself. Exactly. Yeah. I trust that foundation. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't trust it from, let's say, someone else because I see what they're doing or I don't know. I just don't, I just don't, you know, like sometimes you can feel who you can trust and who you don't trust. Yeah, we've, we've had people in our lives where, you know, we've gotten advice, but it's like, well, I don't know about that person. Mm-hmm. I like your list. Yeah. Many, many people have trouble being honest with themselves. It's very hard yeah. sometimes. And, and I think until you... Until you've done a lot of self-destructive behavior, yes, you don't understand the importance of it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and when you talk about destructive behavior, you are we talking about a lack of integrity? I mean, that foundation well, that's not know, there. We're talking lack about of the, moral compass. We're yeah. talking about the human condition, really. Yeah, um, and it doesn't mean you're a bad person; it just means that you're a little far off. And but actually, the comp- but, go ahead. but in this world, yes, in this particular world, mm-hmm. where uh, where Titus and Paul are are trying to change the world. Mm-hmm. Trying to really move it in a in a very with with a certain you know velocity and a certain yeah. intention, you know they want Christianity to prosper, spread, and 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 happen because that's what that's the last thing Christ says. Like take this and move it mm-hmm. and build upon it. Yes, and they're on so they're on a mission mm-hmm. and. Uh, and, and so are we in our lives. Titus wants, and Paul, mm-hmm. want the Cretans to have moral integrity. Exactly. <laughs> and, and my list is, um, so there are three, I've got to jump back in here. Oh, <laughs> of course I've jumped in. Okay, here we go. Uh, to be true and honest to God, and that comes with reading the Bible, uh, fellowship, everything that brings you as close as you can to God before you can open your mouth and speak about the Word of God and how wonderful uh, it is. To be true to yourself, what, what is it that's holding you back from, from, um, from, from being, you know, uh, from your integrity? I think about the, the ministers. I talk about, you know, the, the ministers at the Aretha Franklin funeral. What is it that distracted them 
from doing what they, they were supposed to do. Well, I think uh, we can add another be true to one another, and that's probably – That's the third that's last one. Because, you know, honoring mm-hmm. honoring and keeping your your agreements, that's exactly. just – that's a, that's not just about self-respect. That's about respecting others. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that, to me, bespeaks integrity. Because if somebody does that to me, mm-hmm. they get my attention right away. Exactly. So what was away. the third phrase? Well, the third is being true to others. You know, once you have such a much, much yeah, of the, exactly. Right. 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 Because when you do reach out to others, you come from a, a strong foundation that can be respected by everyone. Yeah, and you, you know, then you don't have to deal with all the, mm-hmm. the thousands of things that integrity isn't. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. And I want to remind everyone who's listening that you have integrity in your heart, mm-hmm. and that you should listen. Okay, I'm listening to the thing. I'm listening to that's right. Not to me. Yeah, to yeah, your yeah, heart. right here. You have to get this up by, via mm-hmm. Twitter or postcard. Or yeah. You have to do an emotional, okay. spiritual house cleaning within yes. yourself. Right yes. On. And once you've done that, you can bring people into yourselves and bring people closer to, them, to themselves. You know, because if you have integrity, it inspires me to have integrity. Great. Really? Yep. Okay, well, I'll think that. All right. Who's going to close us out in prayer? Oh. Well, wait, r- really yes. quick. Yes. Craig wanted us to, uh, if we can, when we can, mm-hmm. preview what we're going to talk about next week. And it's my turn next week. Oh, there you go. And instead of relying on a verse next week, I want to have a discussion about why we're seeing so much of God in our popular media. Oh, Not there just you go. in politics, but mm-hmm. like there are new TV shows. About God, I just mm-hmm. watched a preview of God Friended Me, which is a new show. Interesting. Example. We've seen some movies come out recently. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I want to talk about how we portray God in the media and then yeah. why why it's so prevalent right now. Yeah, I like that, and I want I would even add you know messianic themes and yes. things that are not you know overtly very good. So, so people are listening out there. Um, preview. Uh, think about things in the, in the next week and. Uh, Contribute. Post on our Facebook page. Contribute something because yeah. uh, mm-hmm. because that's going to make the conversation even richer. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. So should I close this out? Yeah. Please. All right. Um, I'm gonna, I know we've laughed a lot, God, today and, and smiled and, and had a good time, but um, I want to say in all seriousness, um, we're really, really pleased to have this earth, this time, these people, your word, all something that we can draw beautiful love from and hopefully use it um, to do the things you want us to do. Thank you, Lord. Thanks for being here with us. And uh, in Jesus' name, we, we praise and thank you. Amen. 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 All right. Well, faith is a podcast open to anyone. You may not believe at all. You may be Muslim, Jewish, agnostic or atheist you may have had a horrible experience in the church which have made you turn your back to god you can still have faith we ask that you listen to this podcast even challenge us on facebook soundcloud instagram twitter you can find me at red space clay you can find david dl character and we'll have links to that share what you feel don't feel alienated because we speak of what we believe the bible has been around for thousands of years and even now in the age of the internet and social media and great technology it still has a message for all of us You can listen to this podcast on the Apple Podcast app or on iTunes. Just open up your iTunes app, click on Store, go on the search engine on the upper right-hand side, and search for You've Got to Have Faith, and you'll find us. If you use an an Android device, download SoundCloud or just go on SoundCloud.com, search for us, and you'll find us. 
Thanks for listening and God bless.